Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Speaking with Influence, where you'll hear professional speakers discussing their signature talks and how they educate, motivate, and inspire their audiences around the world. Speaking with Influence is brought to you by the Speakers Guild USA, where we have the perfect speaker for your next event. Visit us at speakersguildusa.com. Well, good morning. I'm Deborah Simpson coming to you from San Diego, California. If any of our listeners are on Twitter, and especially if you're a professional speaker, I'd appreciate you hitting the Tweet This button and let your followers know about the show. If you have a question, you can feel free to call in. The number is 516-595-8125, or you can send me a question via the chat room. It is open. And if you like the show, you can always follow the show by tapping the Follow Us button on the show page. Of course, you can always keep up with us via iTunes as well. Today, my guest is my good friend, Barbara Eldridge, the founder of MindMasters. She founded MindMasters in 1991 as an organization for entrepreneurs to master the challenges that they face in ever-changing marketplace. Barbara has a vision of MindMasters to provide a value-based program so that the business owners could harness the power of each member's success, make wise business decisions, and realize their dreams. Working one-on-one, Barbara's extraordinary expertise in the areas of sales, management, Client relations, product development, marketing, and systems planning are the solid foundation of her 25-year winning method of supporting and mentoring entrepreneurs. The fact that over 95% of MindMasters members see an increase in business directly related to working with Barbara is a testament all on its own. However, it's inspirational that Barbara uses gracefully to assist Others in achieving their inspiration and their business goals combined with her sincere belief in human potential. Barbara, welcome to the show. It is so nice to have you with me. I really appreciate you being a guest today. Absolutely. My pleasure, Deborah. Uh, this, is, uh, <laughs> this is, you know, one way to get the messages out, and, and I appreciate that what you do. Oh, it, my pleasure. I, so I've known you for a long time, and we've gone down a lot of uh, different roads with organizations through the years. So I know this story, but why don't you share with my listeners why you started My Masters? Well, I, I was in my own business uh, with a rather large company distributing their products. And, um, you know, it came to a time that they weren't as supportive as they used to be. And, you know, we've... You know, when you don't have that kind of support, you know, you're out there on your own. Um, I had my own mastermind group that, you know, we met on a regular basis. And as I shared that with the others, um, they actually said to me, why don't you do this for other people? You're the one that always pulls us together. 
And, you know, I stepped back and I looked at it, and it was something that I had always wanted to do. I used it for my other business, um, which was a planning, goal-setting, time management programs that I marketed. I always had my clients come together weekly, but it was it was for different reasons. But I really, really loved the, the mastermind process because it brought together um, the, the experience and um, uh, sometimes the challenges of other, other business owners, which they were able to get um, answers on. So um, with, with the encouragement of my own group, I started it. As you mentioned, well, it's now in September. It's going to be 28 years that I've been doing my master's here in San Diego. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, there's just something, and I, I really, it was just the fact that I really recognized that I liked working with small business owners because of the challenges, as you mentioned, that, that we face in the marketplace, uh, especially now the changing marketplace is so huge that just hanging on sometimes is is, is a challenge. So the support of other, other business owners really does help. Um, usually a solopreneur or, you know, someone who has one, maybe two employees is really, really what I have uh, set my masters up to uh, support. Yeah, I think there are so many of those businesses out there that, uh, and I think that that's a growing trend as well. Being kind of, we call ourselves solopreneurs sometimes, but I can see that as a growing trend for the generations that are coming up and getting ready to go into business. It certainly is for my daughter, you know, being a solopreneur. So I know that you've Absolutely. been through the planning process. Yeah, <laughs> through the planning process a lot of times. What kind of plans are there that businesses need to think about? Well, you know, here, here's here's the, the interesting part. You know, there each segment of the business really needs a plan. You know, and the and the you know major thing, of course, everybody says you need to have a business plan. You know, a roadmap basically for you know running a company. Um, you know, something you can forecast uh, different categories, your budgets. Those that's that's the foundation. You know, and I know a lot of, you know, solopreneurs don't really go down that road, but I, I feel it's at least important to, to look at the two major areas, which to me are the marketing and the financial areas, so that you've got a foundation. And then the rest, the management and, you know, sometimes the, the leadership or what I call personal development comes into place, place there, but at least have that foundation for your business plan. People oftentimes talk about strategic plans, you know, and, you know, I like to do that the first of the year with my clients because it, it's, it, it allows people to step back and assess uh, and determine, you know, where, where they are with respect to the long-term goals, the, um, you know, and, and, you know, what they need to do intermittently. Um, you have to, you know, really assess, you know, the old SWOT analysis, the strengths, the weaknesses, opportunities and threats, you know, these are the critical areas that, that affect the business. And, you know, especially in, in this day and age, the outside factors that, that um, affect us, be it, <laughs> be it government regulations, be it, uh, you know, just the new technology, you know, these things, you know, affect what goes on. And so, you know, a strategic plan is, you know, is a little longer plan, maybe three years, but, you know, sometimes it's just getting that that full year um, grounded so that you can move on. Within that, you know, the, the 
the planning. You know, there's a revenue plan, as I mentioned. Sometimes it's the projections, but you have to you have to look at your potential cash flow, um, in order you know in order to know that you're achieving your goals. And again, the marketing plan, <clears throat> absolutely essential because that's that's the roadmap that that um, really supports you generating the income and the results that you want. Um, there's another plan. It's called an operational and tactical plan. I believe those are the systems in the business. And sometimes, you know, it's looking at a project and being able to create um, that project and, and the launch of it, uh, which, which simply requires a lot more detail and who's responsible in the timetable. So that's, that's a, a great overview of plans. But as you know, you know, um, you got you got to break it down. So you know, if we do all of those things, it's it's wonderful. But at least having a handle on on what you really want to accomplish and how you're going to do it is is the essence of of the planning process. And then I know that you also advocate an ongoing planning process. And you talk about it on a quarterly basis. So why is planning on a regular basis so important to a business? Well, it, it's just like what I mentioned in the strategic uh, planning uh, part is, you know, being able to step back and assess where you are at that time. You know, you keep <laughs> – I see business owners all the time. They just keep pedaling along. And then they get to the end of the year and they go, why didn't I change something? So on a 90-day, you know, period here, you can stop and, and really, um, you know, step back and see what you have accomplished, number one. Um, and, and at least take time to pat yourself on the back for, for what you have accomplished. But also it's um, that it, it allows you to, to, I guess the word is compartmentalize, what you really want to have happen and, and have, have a, uh, a shorter tracking for it so that, um, you know, each, each segment that you're working on, you can, you can see the results of. And it's really, to me, I, I see such people able to, to really step back and assess where they are at that point in order to say, gee, do I need to raise my goals? I can remember uh, years ago I had a young man that had bought into one of those other programs I talked about, and, you know, he'd accomplished his goal mid-year, and he spent the rest of the year not doing anything. And when he came to me, he said, I don't want that to happen again. It was because he hadn't taken time to reassess where he wanted to go. And, you know, it was great. He accomplished that one big goal and, you know, which was a, you know, a sales goal, but it, it didn't, it didn't have an ongoing aspect to it. So this is a, a good part of it. If you've accomplished the goals that you want, you can't stop there. It has to, it has to go on from there. And, and that's where the quarterly really helps people to step back and, and assess what, what it is that, that they have accomplished, you know, with respect to, your own vision, um, you know, is it, is it, am I in line with what I said I wanted to do when I started this um, so that you can do the assessment and um, then redefine sometimes those, those goals. So it's, it's really, you know, I think it makes it much easier to stay on track and uh, make the adjustments in this rapidly uh, changing marketplace. 
so then this when you're breaking it down into quarterly, it seems to me that that might change the length of time that you're working on your planning. So how long does the planning process take? <laughs> well, well, you know, the planning process takes, it depends on how much preparation you've done. You okay? Yes, I am. It's a, you know, it's sometimes, sometimes you swallow happens. funny and <laughs> it just <laughs> yeah, happens. <laughs> okay, uh, go on with what you're saying. <laughs> Yeah, it just you know the the amount of time it takes to do planning. It just really depends on on your preparation. Um, you know, if you've got you know if you've got had your yearly goal set out, then when you sit down to do your your quarterly, it's reviewing that. I mean, it could take. My quarterly planning sessions are three hours. Okay, now it doesn't necessarily allow people to do the detail of the action steps, but it does give a you know it, it's the time to take a perspective of where they are and really really look at what's going to move them forward. So, you know, setting aside some time to do that, it can be done in increments. Um, you know, it, it is just, just taking the time to do it. You know, some people will take longer to do it because they need to go back and do some research to, to you know, if they're deciding on a new product or a new service you know, they may have to look at their competitors a little bit differently. That may take a little longer, but the actual, you know, sitting down and, and I will say this, writing out the plan as opposed to typing it in because I really believe that with pen in hand, um, the mind mind has a different connection to, to what we say we're doing. And um, from that, um, you know, you can you get a better better clarity on, on what you're committing to. So, um, you know... It could, for some people, it could be an hour, again, based on, on what they bring to the table with. If they have done their tracking and they have the information immediately available to them, it makes it, it, makes it easier to do. So when you have your planning sessions, like the quarterly planning session that's coming up the beginning of July, you have a lot of small business owners in the room. Do they actually... Are they actually able to help each other as well um, with some of the questions that may be asked or some of the strategies that may be discussed? Well, we, we'll, you know, I believe people need the time, you know, and sometimes it's just getting them in that room to actually pick up the pen and do the planning. But I do make sure that there is time for them to share share their uh, perhaps a question that they have or the, the um, awareness that all of a sudden pops up as they've reviewed what they did in the last quarter or, or based on what they had planned on for the year. And so it's not quite as defined, shall I say, as we do in the weekly MindMaster groups, but it, it does give them an opportunity to share with other people or hear what other people um, are experiencing and um, Getting getting some ideas of how they can move along. So it it it, it varies very honestly, uh, you know, just just depending on what comes up in the group at at that time. Um, you know, I I put the challenges out there, and uh, you know, sometimes people respond to them. Sometimes they they just sit back to think about them and and really have to uh, adjust themselves to uh, to what we're talking about. You mentioned your weekly groups. Can you touch on that a bit about why you have weekly groups? Why don't we just get together quarterly to plan our businesses? 
Well, that's that's all well and good, um, but you know, I I really believe that you know. Well, first off, in my week, what we call my weekly groups, from that quarterly plan, every month I make sure people um, do up a a sheet that has them has them identify what those specific results are that they want to focus on for that month. You know, that's that's essential and. Having been a small business owner and working with small business owners, I know how off track we can get. So that monthly focus <laughs> helps, and <laughs> you laugh. And then, you know, then on a weekly basis, they they have that plan in front of them, and they they identify what those specific accountabilities are that they need to stay focused to. And and so it's it's a combination, and that's where the planning process really helps. If it's just pie in the sky, up in the air um, ideas, I, I can assure you, the distraction by the time they walk out of the room is already in place. So it, it's it's never going to happen. So it really it really takes, I think, in particular the very small business owner because because most of them are handling so many different things. You know, we still handle the uh-huh. marketing, we still handle the financial, we still handle, you know, it just goes on from there. So, um, you know, the weekly, you know, it's, it helps with understanding what deliverables we've, we've come across with. How, how are you doing with them? And um, perhaps do we need um, to delegate some of them so that we can, we can focus on, you know, my famous words, what's high priority and high payoff. And, and you know, yes. so it, I have found that the mm-hmm. small business owner, the weekly meeting is really, really what keeps them, keeps them focused. I had one, one client last week come in. He had skipped two meetings. He was sick for one and he was out of town for the other. And he went, you know, I really felt my motivation go down. He said, I, I just love the support, you know, just, just coming back here knowing I, I could, it would help me focus on what I really, really want and need to get done. So it, it, it's, it's, I think it's the psychology of being in business, but uh, especially a small business owner who's, who's distracted by almost everything that comes up uh, every day from Facebook to you know what. <laughs> And yes. you know, so we basically what it does to me as well is it helps people cultivate um, new habits. It's it's you know so that the change that we need to make takes place. You know that's you know what habits habits do. You know if we don't do it over a period of time, it never becomes a new habit. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's a habit of thinking. Sometimes it's a habit of doing. You know so you know by having that. That weekly focus, it, it's kind of really sometimes a real wake-up call. Um, so it, it's uh, that's that's where I see it. And the, the planning, the planning, you know, as they look at their sheets, you can you can kind of see in their faces that I need to, I need to tweak a few things in order to in order to move my plan ahead. So although we don't and do so the you have planning weekly. Go ahead. Go, no, you finish. I, as I said, you know, it's not not as though we do planning every week. It's just that the plan is in front of them, so that so that they can make their adjustments and make their commitments to to follow through. 
it almost sounds to me like the weekly meetings are definitely a support mechanism to keep that plan moving forward and to be able to make the adjustments if what you planned for isn't necessarily working to your benefit and your small business benefit. It, it's it's really all about focus, Deborah, um, and and mm-hmm. that's you know that's I believe if I would take statistics, believe that that is the biggest um, challenge that most small business owners have, keeping, you know, true focus. And, and you, you hear a lot about, you know, doing great things, but it's, it's the focus on what's really important to them that, um, it, it, uh, that requires, requires sometimes the change that I just mentioned in, in order to make it happen. You know, there was a quote, there was a quote that came across, that came across my, um, Facebook this morning, and it says, it, it pays to plan ahead. It was not raining when Noah built the ark. And so, you know, realizing that, you know, having a plan and then being able to move along with it, you know, maybe for him one, one hammer, hammer or nail at a time made a difference. And that's really what we're talking about, taking enough small steps that, that we can feel good about on a weekly basis having accomplished when you recognize what you've accomplished, then the task doesn't seem so huge. It's, it's the small steps that get you to where you want to go. So let's talk a little bit about the planning session. I know you have a, it coming up on July 1st, and that's in uh, the Mission Valley area uh, over at Hera Hub, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you know, so that's what I put, can, the, I put that out for my my members, but I invite other people to certainly partake of it because I really believe small business owners need to take the time to do it and most most unless they have something structured won't do it. So I'm sorry I didn't mean to interrupt I, you, but <laughs> No, no, no. You know, no, you can always interrupt me. You're 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 more important than I am on this show. Uh, so let's now, talk about the third quarter planning session and and how that works. You know, the I uh I know, I know they can find the inform- information over at mindmasters.com, but I think giving them a flavor of what it's like in the room, we've talked about it a little bit, but I've always appreciated the planning because there's such a diverse group of people in the room that they've all had those different experiences in business. So it seems to me that any question a small business owner has about a strategy they're thinking about or a new marketing idea that they talk about it in a planning session and all of a sudden they find people who've had that experience and that that's nice because that can help you avoid mistakes. So, you know, kind of give us a flavor of a planning session. Well, you know, I, each person first off gets, gets my, my binder with, with the forms in it, (laughs) but you know, and we go through the process, you know, I, I, you know, I, I usually uh, pontificate a little bit in the beginning just, just to kind of get the, the things rolling. And, and, you know, I really I get everybody to share the things that they really feel good about having accomplished in the prior, prior uh, quarter. And, you know, that in itself, I think, starts the connection, you know, especially somebody that's, that's brand new to, to some of the people in the group. It, it, it says, 
I'm not alone. You know, I, I you know, I've done those things. Thank you. You know, and it, and it gets them, gets them into, into that. And then, you know, we go through the whole planning process. I have a five stage um, business planning cycle process that I take people through one step at a time. We talk about it and they have time to, to, to work on it, to put some, something down on paper <clears throat> that, that, um, uh, can answer to to the things that we move along with. In between, you know, I'll ask for feedback. You know, if if people have have you know awakened to something or or something has has worked for them that that particular aspect of of the session um, can they can they can share with the others. So it's 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 somewhat interactive, but it, I really feel a lot of it is the time that it that people have to to reassess, get some things on paper, but then to, to um, um, appreciate and share what they've either learned or what they can contribute to the others because, because of what they have learned. And, you know, you know, you know I always start with, you know, what they have, have achieved, but I also end, end our meetings with what each person has learned from the session. And it's really interesting. So many times it's not, it's what they've learned from each other, what what comes up in in the sharing or or you know the back and forth that that people really resonate with and will carry forward. So you know it's it you know we pack a lot in three hours. <laughs> Let me put it that way, and you know people walk away with at least the establishment of specific. Yes, we have we have goals, but yet specific specific business results that they want to have accomplished by the end of the quarter and they can they and and what they're going to do to track those so that they have that that ongoing flow of of information to to adjust to or keep move, moving forward in in a positive way with so we only have a few minutes left let me ask you this what should i have <laughs> asked you that i did not ask you Oh, what should you have asked me? <clears throat> well, you know, I guess I I guess the question I would I would say is, um, what what really does it take to to do the planning? You know, and and that that to me comes down to commitment. You know, commitment to using using the tools and opening yourself up to a level to, um, you know, connect with your own deeper drives and vision and values, you know, that's, that's a huge, huge portion of this. And, um, and then you, you, you clarify, to clarify the outcomes. And so commitment to that, I think, is, is probably the biggest step that people, people need to recognize and if the commitment to, you know, what's important to them isn't there, then um, I don't care how much planning you can do. And, you know, I spent, I spent 10 years with this other company helping people with planning, goal setting, time management, and I walked away thinking less than fulfilled. And it wasn't until I really got in touch with the things that, that I valued and what, you know, kind of a personal purpose spoke to me about that that. Um, that's why I am where I am right now. And that commitment to that has changed everything for me. So 
um, you know, what is it going to take? It's going to take take commitment. And uh, I think um, people need to uh, step back and look at that. I've been running um, a program for veteran entrepreneurs. And, and in the past groups that I've run, you know, you see a lot of commitment to what they really want. And this last group, I can't, they, they just, I don't think most of them had really put their foot in the water enough to have taken on all the all the information that that they've had available to them, and so the commitment I didn't see the commitment as strong, and that's why I know commitment is is the number one priority in order to be able to do this. Oh, Barbara, you've given us so much great information for the listeners. Just visit Barbara's website, mindmasters.com. <laughs> the information is right there on the home page. You can sign up and join other small business owners on July 1st who will be sitting. I will be there as well, uh, planning our next (laughs) quarter to make sure that we have the business success. And personally for me, it's just the interaction with the other entrepreneurs and small business owners that are in the room. Some of us are solopreneurs. Some of us have employees. And I think the knowledge that's in the room is so invaluable, especially when you're trying to figure out a strategy, uh, a new business idea that you want to incorporate and that. So I really appreciate you coming on and talking about it. And I would invite the listeners to visit mindmasters.com and sign up and join us for the uh, event. So Barbara, thanks Excellent. so much for being a show on the guest. Thank you, a guest on I the always show. appreciate it. <laughs> it's well, my pleasure. It is still more. It's still the morning, right? <laughs> It is. Thank you. Okay. And that is the show for this week. Uh, Thank you. Uh, uh, If you're a passionate speaker and you want to share your message with the listeners here at Speaking with Influence, you can feel free to contact me. The number is 760-685-1960. Or you can send me an email, Deborah, D-E-B-R-A, at speakersguildusa.com. Until next week, I hope you have a safe and prosperous week. Speaking with Influence is brought to you by Speakers Guild USA, where we have the perfect speaker for your next event. Visit us at speakersguildusa.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.